Podcast Extra episode 19. Yeah, 19. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The best one yet. Um, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we are back. We are doing Shaw Brothers movies. They are martial arts movies, and there are a million of them. So this is the third one. Um, so, yeah, we said uh, because we watched um, Killer Constable, which yes. was all like exterior epic shots, and then we watched another one. Two Champions, Two of, Champions Shaolin. of Shaolin. Uh, which was mostly all studio uh-huh. stuff. We said, "All right, let's let's do one of the big ones." Because yep. I I feel like we've broken the watermark here. Let's get a baseline. Yeah, we need a baseline. Let's see what they're all about. And so we decided to do 1978's Five Deadly Venoms or the Five Venoms, depending on where you watch it. But UK. the Five Venoms. Yeah, I don't know why the UK rip made it. Maybe that just happened to be the cleanest one at the time. Maybe, but that's what's on all the streaming services. Yeah. I think here. Yeah. So. Uh, Amazon Prime, Netflix, this one's all over the place. Yes. You could, you, if you subscribe to something, you could probably watch this movie. Yeah. Maybe um, even for free with commercials and Hulu. Mm-hmm. If it's on Hulu. I Actually, know. the movies on Hulu do not have commercials. Oh. They don't break those up, hmm. which is mighty nice of them. Really? Like beginning and end? Is nope, that, nothing. No, nothing. The movies are totally free. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're paying, but... Uh, <laughs> well, no, I, that's what I was asking. If you're not a subscriber to ad-free Hulu... Or do you not if get you, movies? If you're just on the regular Hulu, right. the movies do not have ads. Okay. So. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Unless they're I at was, the I end, was, but I, I never get to the end. Thinking of all those thrifty folks out there. Thrif- that, thrifty cents. Thrifty cents. <laughs> all of our, our fans, the thrifty centers. Um, but anyway, so 1978's Five Deadly Venoms. Big, major, huge movie. This is this is a big deal. This yeah, is this is. That's why I said. But there was like three or four movies to choose mm-hmm. from to kind of go to the top of the Shaw Brothers ladder. Yep. And I figured this was... This is one of them. This yeah. is the start of the Venoms, mm-hmm. who are this acting troupe who were all in uh, Two Champions of Shaolin. Okay. They're in a bunch of these things, but this was kind of when they all just first got together and really made a big kung fu movie. Um, so this one, um, there's a lot of intrigue in it. This, yeah. this is a very... I, I think this is a fascinating, intriguing premise mm-hmm. that to start with. I'll say that. I'll say some other things when we get to the end. But the premise of it is pretty fascinating in, in that there's a there's a martial arts master who's dying. Mm-hmm. He's got one protege, but he hasn't had time to teach this person everything he knows. So he's just given this person a sampling of things. Right. And as he is sickly and dying and he's <laughs> he's trying to he's in like this just vat. <laughs> just steaming the, the the whatever evil out of him. Yeah, man. You um, gotta make it stew. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so uh, he tells his protege the story of the five Venoms who were uh, students of his at one point in time. And they all, for the most part, were trained independently. Yeah. Usually like two or three, like usually two or, or so at a time, because it seemed like they kind of paired off where they sort of knew each other. At, well, at first... No, because as he runs through them, one, two, and three don't know each other at all. Four and five knew each other before they came in for training. But later on, it, you find out that they have since met up and some know others. But, man, I don't want to get into 
like the the corresponding numbers with the the quote unquote venoms that each. Oh, one I think has. I can do it. Oh, can you? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, centipede style was number one. You're right. Uh, number two is snake style. Yes, I do believe. Yes. Uh, number three, I believe, was the scorpion style. Yeah. Yes. Um, number four was the uh, lizard style, mm-hmm. and number five was the like frog style, toad, bo- toad style, whatever. Toad. Yeah. Yes. Um, Boom! No notes. Very good. Yeah. Uh, it gets a little tricky later in the film because the subtitles start fucking that up. Okay. And sometimes a character will be called number five when they're really number one. Right. Yeah. The numbers are wrong. Later yeah. In the movie. But, but so there are five. Of I, d- these. I definitely caught that one time. Yeah. Because I watched it on Netflix. I, did you? Do yes, Amazon? I watched it on Netflix okay. also. I, I wanted just, to see what the quality of their subtitles were. It, yes. They look nice. They're all right. I just <laughs> I, I like I like being able to switch to the different sizes yes. and the and the colors on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon so definitely. I, has I will probably go back there. Though I think the quality looked a little better on on Netflix. That's the weird thing. It did look well. Yeah. But it's also maybe a bigger movie, so maybe it was just cleaned up better because it's one of the big it ones. It could have been one of their super HD yeah, like, Here's 4K a Criterion ones. one yeah. of this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, but no, uh, so one thing I want to interject, like, because we've kind of covered, like, that's this guy's dying and he's and he's kind of giving a little backstory on his, his five protégés. And it, basically he's like, they have the capability to turn bad because I've taught them such great powers. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to go out there. Make sure they're not bad because yeah. find the, out what the, they're up to. The Venom uh, clan has a really bad reputation, and it might be them. Mm-hmm. I've just been kind of sitting back teaching, apparently not running the thing. No, so I think it might be them. They have these powers, you know, go out there and put them in check. You're gonna have to you have to pair up with one of them because you by yourself cannot take on yeah. them by them by yourself. You've so. only got a smattering of skills. Yeah, <laughs> find one that's good. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, join join that one. Yeah, um, but what I wanted to say is, uh. What we were saying, like, Killer Constable was kind of a basic plot. I mean, like, it was understandable. It was like, here's a crime. Yes. It gets a little muddy, no pun intended, to Dirt Village that they go to. But mm-hmm. it gets a little muddy as to, like, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy because it's kind of one of those Hamlet-style, like, everyone's dead endings. Yep. Um, but it's very easy for a Western audience to follow. It's just yes. like, here's an idea. Here's a, a super dedicated, possibly loose, <laughs> loose cannon. <laughs> the loosest of cannons. <laughs> you know, constable <laughs> uh, going out and just murdering everyone instead of bringing them in. Right. Um, and then Two Champions of Shaolin was kind of like, I'm not sure I'm following everything because, like you said, I, I didn't study uh, 14th century. You know, yes. Whatever. I don't think it's that old. I think it's like I think it's like 18th century. Yeah, but just the maybe, geopolitical maybe climate of. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I don't I don't yeah. know if I know 17th or 18th century yeah. Chinese history to fully understand everything that's happening here. Right. But this one is kind of like a return to like. All right, I get that. Like, yeah, this is know. this is pretty good. Like that guy's good, that guy's bad. Right. They fight now. <laughs> yeah, and 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 it's pretty clear even with that number of people because we you know we've talked about there's there's the dying master which he's done after this you know exposition scene right. Um, there's the young guy which I don't know that I ever got his name because he just kind of he just hangs out and is dirty. And, yeah, it looks <laughs> looks like a bum, but it's just kind of. I think he has everything. a name, but it just no one ever calls him because right. no one ever knows what it is. Right. So you, and then you've got the five de- yeah. deadly venoms. Right. Um, and then there's like there's an additional probably like three to five characters that are semi important for mm-hmm. this for this movie. And and it's kind of interesting that like there's that many people and it and it stays very clear who's who and what their motivations are. Yeah. It it's real easy to keep everyone straight and, you know, to to know in any given scene you're not like, who is that guy? What what is he? What's his deal? Oh, okay. But one other thing the master tells his protege before dying is that he he had a um a fellow student when he was coming up mm-hmm. and that guy has gone on to amass great wealth. Right. And he's out there somewhere. Yeah, and they may, and the five dozen venoms may be trying to track him down yeah. to kill him and take his wealth essentially. Right. So Go stop that from happening, maybe. Mm-hmm. And if you can, 
tell that guy to give all that money to charity. Do something good with it. Yeah. Restore the name of the Venom yes. plan. So you've got all this going on. Go find the five Venoms. Make sure none of them are up to anything shady. Find this rich guy. Make sure that they're not going after him. Oh, and also, we don't know who any of them are because no. because they all came and trained anonymously and yes. then changed their names. Yes. Um, the only guy I can tell you is probably the rich dude. Like, mm-hmm. And even still, it was kind of like, I don't know where he is. He, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, yeah. There, I mean, there's just... <laughs> I can give you a vague, like, he has money, yeah. but yeah, good luck. because be about this old. Because, like, when the protege does go to this town, he just starts asking people, like, he would be about 60 and rich. Do you know him? Yeah, he asks, <laughs> like, a fruit vendor guy. And- yeah. So, yeah, basically, the rest of this movie takes place in this this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still, it's all pretty much soundstage stuff. It is. I mean, this whole movie is, but... It's a nice soundstage. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, it's not... I don't think we're... We should not have started with Killer Constable because I don't don't think we should be expecting any more real exterior shots yeah. and, and too much in, no, in that, any of these. That guy was like, "Hey, give me some money. I'm going to go outside, right? <laughs> and um, film." So I just I don't I don't think that's coming with any of the other ones we're watching. Yeah. Um. But I mean, you can do interesting things with the soundstage yeah. with proper lighting and I mean, because they actually the thing I've noticed about a lot of these is like, hey, there's day and there's night, and I, and I think some of this was like, hey, here's some weather. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they did some of that where it's like, mm-hmm. it's not just there's two lighting schemes and that's it. Go right, right. Um, it it kind of gave you a sense of you know different times of day. So yeah, that's important when doing soundstage stuff. But so, protege shows up in town, starts kind of just walking around, being a goofball, sort of investigating, but he's not really super hardcore into it. But Eventually, we find out like four and five who knew each other ahead of time before training have found each other again, and they're palling around. Um, Actually, I think it was one and two. Well, right? one and two, one and two, and four and five have both oh, okay. paired up. Like four and five, we already knew knew each other. One and two, we didn't know knew each other, but they reveal themselves to be in cahoots right. real, real soon. Okay. Um, yeah. No, four and five are like one's a cop. Yes. Um, and the other ones just kind of arrived in town. Mm-hmm. And five is like he's the big buff dude because he's got the toad powers, yes. which is basically like weapon and vulnerability. Like he has basically like Luke Cage skin. Basically. You know, so it's like, yeah, you can't fuck with him. Yeah. Uh, the cop is Lizard and uh, his powers are kind of dumb because uh, they just involve being able to stand on walls, um, which in theory is kind of cool. But because of the wire work in it, it just looks kind of hinky. Um, but I didn't see any wires. So. Good job on that. Yeah, there's one point where um, a guy kind of dips down and you kind of see his belt mm. sort of like look unnaturally facing vertical a little bit, which is I'm sure they, the wires right. were hidden under the belt kind yeah. of thing. So. Okay. But that was like the only thing. And I just noticed that because it looked like the the move went a little wrong. Like he dipped down too much and it was like, oh, okay. Stand straight <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> they if were a little uncertain sense. at times yeah. when they're hanging. It's like, yeah, <laughs> do you guys have me or what? Um but so basically, so one and two um, are here in town and just right away, you can tell like, oh, these two fuckers are, are bad. Yeah. Like, and, they're just and the crazy thing is like two already has money. I yeah. mean, he's like already like living in a really nice place with servants and guards and everything. It's like, why the fuck do you need to go steal this dude's money? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. But I guess, you know, Centipede one is there just like, hey, man, let, let's go. Let's, let's do this. Um, and it doesn't take them long. They they track the guy down, uh, and he's just got a huge family. Oh, of, yeah, like uh, of people. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like like nine adults and yeah. three kids or something. And yeah, they basically come in and just 
they they basically murder everyone. I mean, they yes. they beat him up and don't really get the info because like later they're arguing. They're like, "Oh, you hit him too hard. It's your fault. You yeah. killed him." And it's like they were supposed to beat him up and not kill him, and they killed him and yeah, and they punked him on the head too hard, and then just went and murdered his entire freaking family, everyone in the house. But I want to point out of note in this in the scene where they're basically kind of beating him up is that one of the things I found out doing a bunch of research is that most most if not all of the music in Shaw Brothers movies is is library stock music. And the music in this scene is the same library stock music that they use for the opening credits of Monty Python and Holy Grail. Which, is it? Yes, I didn't even catch that. Which just fucking made me laugh hysterically because they are brutally murdering this guy and his family while the opening credits music of Monty Python and the Holy Grail plays. I so didn't even hear the music. <laughs> yeah. It comes up again later. They play this track twice in the movie for some reason. And you but, watch this on Netflix. So yeah. Just, okay. I was yeah. like wondering if it's different music. Yeah. Like, no, it's I the think. weird like kettle drums and the, the, the stuff from the opening credits that are getting all menacing from Monty Python. It's... It's a little, a little bit of talking about the main Monty Python music. No, 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 no. no, no. The Holy Grail theme song. Oh, the Holy Grail. Yeah. Which. They use. We'll listen to it later. But there's like that's like the marching. Yeah. No, there's there's a piece of music over the opening credits that's like that's it's intense and like you'll you'll when you hear it you'll go oh fuck yeah yeah okay um sorry I just wanted to point that out that was. Because when it came up, I was like, wait, what is this from? And then I had to look it up. I was like, wait, this is from Monty Python. <laughs> this that's is really that's awesome because that came up before this. I mean, I'm guessing they had no knowledge of no. it. They just were like, this no. is good music. <laughs> they just picked it out. Yeah. It actually fits better here. But sure. But whatever. Yeah. So they murder that guy. Yeah. And then basically it's like the cops come in yeah, and they the investigate. And- so it, it's a weird justice system they have here. It's a very broken justice system they have here. But yes, it is. Um, <laughs> there's a series of cops, including one head constable, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And then there's like one judge for the city. Mm-hmm. And it's like, gee, I wonder if that guy's going to be corrupt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Real quick before the cops came in, number oh, three, right. the, there was a guy outside. Scorpion yeah. comes in mm-hmm. who is still masked and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, they busted up the place. I, I guess they didn't find the money. So he does some investigating, finds a candle that uh, the the old man was holding, right. busts it open and pulls out a little map. Mm-hmm. He's like, aha, treasure map. And then he slinks away. And that's when the cops come in. Well, there's also a guy who saw him slink out because like there was a point where he took his mask off and walked out the door and... um. What's the guy's name? No, like, three never takes his mask off. Centipede. Somebody. Well, the dude, the the the, the, the guy in red, the the with the crazy beard. Right. Centipede. That's that's number one. He's the one who the witness sees. Okay. So, uh, there's a guy. There's just a dude outside. Yeah. There's who's like, coming home or there's whatever. There's like a gambler dude. He's yeah. Got a problem with gambling apparently. And yeah. And he happens to see Centipede come out of the house. Right. So. Eventually, he, you know, is... Well, the cops come and are like, oh, shit, like, the entire Yoon family is dead. And mm-hmm. so they come in and, like, do some investigating. And, and that witness guy is just like, nah, I'm not saying anything. Which, to be fair, <laughs> it, given the justice system of this town, I think I'd probably be the same way, too. He was probably wise for not saying anything uh, based on what happens to him as the film goes along. But uh, he just slinks off and is just hiding in just the corners of the town, just, like, just freaking out. Mm-hmm. And eventually, protege guy finds him and he could tell something's up with this guy and he eventually gets him to say that he saw you know someone and and he kind of convinces him hey maybe you need to go tell the police right so what happens is that guy confesses that he saw this happen happen and to like the second in command constable yeah um who kind of has like this weird almost like george michael beard mm-hmm. um <laughs> yes it's it i kept looking at it, I was like is it painted on what's the deal with this guy yeah it's it's a very strange beard because it's like 
it, it, it's it would be hard to to keep it given the tools i'm sure of the time mm-hmm. of, of the time this movie was supposed to be taking place yeah it's like you can't shave yeah. down to stubble yeah. every day. <laughs> but, um but anyway yeah like but he, that's lizard that's yeah. who that guy is yeah. and we don't find that out until way later in the movie yeah. but you know you you get pretty much you're pretty sure he's one of them and, and it kind of narrows it down by the end but basically he he's like yeah i saw him and it was this guy with the beard and he's like oh wait i know who that is that's yep. uh scorpion or whatever let's go get him um but he's like i have a plan and it involves my friend mm-hmm. um so that's when they call it he calls in muscle dude who's mm-hmm. the toad dude mm-hmm. that he was uh hanging out with earlier he's like this guy i hope us take him take him safely um and yeah, they basically just like set up this trap where dude comes walking down the street and out comes Toad Guy and they fight and Yes. You know, because he can't take any damage, he basically just like wears him down enough that like the other cops like, here are some chains mm-hmm. and throw them on him. Yeah. Now, this is probably about forty minutes into the movie, and this is really the first fight scene. Mm-hmm. So But I will say, up until this point, the movie's very entertaining. It's it's just the, it's not what you think it's going to be. Um, it's a lot of just, like I said, intrigue. It's like, right. it's the, the law system of this town and everything. And so they take centipede in f- to the court, mm-hmm. which man, you, let me tell you right now, you, you don't want to go to torture court ever. This place is the shit. And I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, it's, it's a terrible place. Oh, this place is shitty. Yes. It, the shit is good. Shitty is bad. That's right. Shitty. Yeah. Because basically, it's like, okay. It's like this place is bollocks, but if it's the dog's bollocks, it's the best place ever. <laughs> right. So they bring in that guy, and they have him kneel down, and they bring in the witness to have him kneel down, and it's like, tell us what you saw. And he's like, I saw that guy. And they're like, all right, guy, confess. And he's like, nah, I didn't do this. He's like, like, no, he's lying. <laughs> they're like, yeah, bring out the Dr. Scholl's foot massager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to tie these wood blocks to your legs and just tighten them and, and fuck with you. He does not much care for that. Well, no, I, I wouldn't think that you would, because basically what they do is it's like, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Like, okay, so think of like a rope ladder, mm-hmm. but instead of like there being ropes, it's all just wood. Yeah. And then it wraps around your, like, so there's a, uh, like a block around both of your legs and then they turn it sideways. Mm-hmm. So your legs are twisting, your ankles are twisting, and both those blocks are like resting on the bones of your ankles. Yeah. Yeah. That w- I think that would hurt a lot. That would suck. Yeah. Indeed. But now number two. Snake mm-hmm. has an in with the judge, and he goes to the judge. Well, his in is like, look, I have some money. Yeah, it's a good in. <laughs> yeah, um, and so the judge basically gives him a guy. It's like, here, use this guy, and that guy then becomes errand boy, do all the bad things. Yeah, he's, to get, he's a bad cop. Yeah, and it's bad just yes. Yeah, so it's like basically go. Okay, you need to make this guy change his testimony. Um, so go down and rough him up. Tell him that he didn't see Which it. Which doesn't take much. No, it, it he he seems like a good guy. And then it's just like, here's some silver. And he's like, uh, whatever you say. And then he goes down and is just like, hey, guy, you didn't see a, a big guy with a beard. You saw a young guy with no beard. Yeah. And, and muscles. Yeah. And he's like, okay, uh, uh, no, that's not right. So they punch him once or twice. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then it just, the, the story just immediately changes in court. This is like, you know, did, uh, is this the guy you saw? No, it, it was not him at all. It was someone else. And the court's just like, oh, all right. Well, then you're free to go, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so centipede's free. And uh, the, the witness guy's still locked up because yeah. they've got to go catch the other dude. Yeah. And Toad's just chilling in a restaurant. Well, yeah, because he has no reason he's to think he's not done anything. Yeah. And, you know, the cops bust in and are like, come on, we, you got to. And, and you gotta, briefly, he's like, no, nah, fuck yeah. that. And starts to fight back. But they're. 
friend guy comes in and is just like, hey, yeah, calm down, man. Right? Like, we <laughs> yeah. just got to take you in some questioning. You, you didn't do anything, so just tell that to the judge and you'll be and, free. And he's like, well, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. Yes, okay, That seems fine. like how a justice system would work, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I will go with you. Thanks for explaining the basic laws of, of justice. So, man, they take him into court and he's just disrespectful. Like, he's not even down on both knees. He's just down on one knee, just chilling, like, you know, like, man, I didn't do this. And uh, the judge is not having it. So he's just like, throw him in jail. Uh, his buddy, Five, Lizard, is good enough to make sure that he has a fine meal. Lizard was four. Lizard was four. Mm-hmm. Toad's five. Whatever. Toad, Lizard. Um, he makes sure that he's got good good food in prison. He's taken care of. Yeah, but by way of the captain. Yeah. Who the captain comes out and is like, hey, yeah, I'm friends with this guy. Yeah. He wanted to make sure you're, you're well set. And he's like, oh, you don't trust me? Watch. I'll drink a little bit of the wine or whatever, and I'll eat <laughs> off of each plate. Right. Well, see, it's fine. Yep. I'll eat. So, yeah. Eat. I, they should they they show that Toad Dude likes to eat. He's mm-hmm. always eating or drinking. That's pretty much what he would be doing. Yep. Because, like, it seems like it's like an hour later, the, um, the shady constable, the bad lieutenant guy comes in. It's just like, hey, we brought some more food and wine. It's from the captain. He's like, cool. Sweet. Put it drink, down. Drink some of that. And basically, it's just like, fuck yeah, wine. It, it's like going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, which is it's weird because like, it's it's one of those little like sake-sized pouring containers. Yeah. But it just seems like all he wants is coming out of it. Yes. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's um, unlimited. But um, but they, you know, that guy poisoned it, so knocks him out. Yeah. And what's happened was is that Snake has convinced the judge. He's like, look. This guy, he's not going to break. Yeah, not tor- no torture. Torture's not going to work on him because you know yeah, he's toad. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to build an Iron Maiden mm-hmm. and we're going to put him in there. Excellent. <laughs> so he's got this weird blue. It's weird. Like he has this weird blueprint of it, and other people in the movie were like, they, they had this weird thing called an Iron Maiden. And mm-hmm. um, hey, man, Marco Polo took a while to <laughs> get everything everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> they bring, they haul him his unconscious ass into the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, the, the idea is, okay, so he has an impenetrable skin, but somewhere on him is a weak point. Yes. If you can find it and pierce that, the rest of his skin basically fails. Right. Um, so by putting him in this Iron Maiden with a thousand needles or whatever, it's mm-hmm. supposed to hit the point. Yeah. But they put him in it and start to close it, and he, you know, wakes up and yeah. this is like, nah, oh, son. No, hell no. <laughs> it's like, nah, man, I'm not in the metal. Yeah. Kicks out of that thing. Um, you know, various cops run in and there's a lot of I, I think that these movies work best when it's just one of the Venoms and a bunch of dudes getting wrecked, because when it's two of them, it seems like a demonstration showcase for their their art, I suppose. But when it's just like guys running full speed at them and then just getting wrecked, I think that's when these things work the best because it's just dudes just flying all over the place. Sure, because they're supposed <laughs> to have superpowers and everybody else doesn't. Yeah, that I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that that it. <sighs> But yeah, the, he's fighting with um, God. Who's even in the room? Is it Snake's in the room? I think he's fighting with Snake. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah, and Snake's like doing the moves, and he's like, "Yeah, that doesn't work on me because yeah. you know superpowers." And from like off screen, basically, <laughs> Scorpion's darts pierce both of his ears. Apparently, yes. his weak point was inside of his ears. Right. Which, my God, that's that's terrible. That's horrific. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so he's got these scorpion knives in stuck in his ears. ears, and suddenly he's like, "Oh shit, my skin's gone." Yeah. And, and Snake's like, yeah, well, yeah. who would have thought your ears were the thing? And just jabs his fingers, Snake style, into his ears. Mm-hmm. And that's like, he's down. He's done, yeah. Um, one of the, we're down, down, down to four deadly venoms. Yeah. But, well, he's down, but he's still not confessing to this yet. And they bring in like this, this 
fire coat or whatever. Oh, that's right. No shit. That's right. He's not dead yet. Yeah. Oh no. my god. Yeah. No, he's just that. He's been. Oh, he's been yeah, weakened. I forgot about the other part. Yeah. Yeah. So they bring in like this this thing that they stick on his back, which is basically fire, and they just burn the fuck out of his back. It's, it's like a backplate for a piece of armor that's been sitting over in a, a fire for like yeah. an hour. That's yeah. all red hot. So. Yeah. And they've also put him back in the Iron Maiden and mm-hmm. shut it and just let him deal with that for a while. But right. it's funny because like he's in it and he's obviously in pain and then passes out. And then they're just like, well, he's unconscious. All right. Court, court's adjourned. Well, the first time, it, yeah, up. the first time it's like, yeah, we're going to get this legit. We're going to legit get a confession. Yeah. That when they bring out the coat yeah. after the Iron Maiden, it's just like they slap it on him. Of course, he screams and passes out. And they're like, oh, just go get him to sign a mm-hmm. thing. And they just pick up his hand and write an X. Yeah. yeah. Aloysius is going to have to wish, wish write an X. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and then basically later they just murder him in his cell. They just they just go down and beat the fuck out of him and make it look like he hung himself. Yeah, well they got a confession now. Yeah. So case closed. Yeah. So <sighs> Lizard, who was on the police see, this is this is the one part of the movie I don't quite understand. They also killed the uh, witness dude. Like they killed the um they killed Toad guy and witness guy with like mm-hmm. basically like mummification tools. Yes. Like they jab one down a guy's throat and do something to his guts right and the other one they jab a needle up his brain yeah so there's no obvious wounds yeah but so like the the venom who's the cop lizard it seemed like when this case came up he was like i need to take a leave of absence and it seemed like no 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 no, no. lizard guy all right lizard guy needed the leave of absence go to talk to his friend to get him on board then he gets sent on an errand that the the judge is like, hey, I need you to take this important document to the to the Capitol or whatever, and he's like, uh, in the middle of like giant investigation, he's like, yeah, don't ask questions, go, and it's okay. it's all just to get him the fuck out of the okay. city. Well, it was it was weird because it just seemed like that guy was gone for so long because he comes back and yeah, he's no, just like the, the leave of absence thing was so I can go talk to okay. Toad and reconnect and you know make a plan here. Yeah, because he comes back and it's like, so uh, did did uh, Centipede can confess? And they're like, no, that yeah. guy like got let go. Um, oh, and also Toad Toad guy's dead. Yeah, this other guy's dead. And, and the witness like, is dead. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't sound right. We should probably uh, do something. Mm-hmm. So, I think about that time he's like, he he gets pretty pissed off and is like, I'm going to quit the force. Mm-hmm. And that's when he meets up with the. Well, he the, goes to the restaurant and just everyone get out. Yeah. And just goes over to a giant vat of alcohol and just starts downing it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's so good. He's just screaming for everyone to get out. And everyone's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a couple of like cops who like, were on the take that had that thought better basically confessed to everything and mm-hmm. he's like here's some money get the fuck out of the city you're not yeah. gonna be safe yeah and that's when um protege guy basically reveals himself and is like yeah um I, i'm one of the new venoms and the master was like pretty sure the other the original five were fucking up mm-hmm. um we gotta go take him down and, and basically reveals it's like yeah you're the lizard aren't you and he's like i'm kind of trained in lizards they the, the guy that was trained a little bit and everything seemed like he focused a little bit more on Lizard because he took to that role fast or whatever. Yeah, he did. But um, um, and he's just like, yeah, we're going to take him down. And and then and then it's basically like a, tra- a training session of, OK, if if Centipede and Snake were here, how would we deal with them? Yeah. And they kind of show this hypothetical footage of what they would do. It's like, OK, well, maybe this will work. And then they <laughs> they do a couple of, of things. It's like, OK, and fine. They kind of high five. Like, yeah, that'll work. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And then they're kind of like doing like the power walk down the street, like we're going to go fucking take out the bad guys. And um, head cop kind of comes out of nowhere and is like, hey, you going to take out some bad guys? And, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah sure we are. are. He's like, wait, wait, where's your uniform? He's like, I already quit. Let's go fucking let's go fuck some shit up. And he's like, yeah, I've been meaning to quit, too. I quit now. Also, <laughs> right. yeah, just tear off our shirts. Let's go murder. Yeah. 
Yeah. So again, still Scorpion throughout the entire movie has shown up a few times to either do something or talk to one and two or whatever, but he's still always wearing a mask. So it's like, oh, who's he going to be? But when this happens, you're like, uh, all right. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah, yeah, I see where this is going. So this basically just leads to they get to a big room mm-hmm. and they're all just like, hey, you and you are and you. OK, now we fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person we don't know who he is is Scorpion. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Let's fight. And all the all the various Venoms and the protege fight. Right. Uh, meanwhile, head cop guys are standing off the side, not doing anything. He's He's got like a bar and he's yeah. just slapping in his hand. And, and eventually like, they're just like they're they've been beating the shit out of each other. I mean, we're you know, there's some good kung fu happening here. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of skipping past it because can't really talk about move by move. But no. Basically, they're like. Hey, why aren't you doing anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He monologues a little bit. And is like, I am the scorpion. Yeah. Ta-da. It's like, oh, hey, you betrayed me? I don't know. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they off one of them. I think scorpion or centipede first. I, I, one of them goes down when he jumps in the fray. It's like, you know, they, they take out one of the one or two. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah. It, it, I think it's two. I think it's two. Cause I think snake goes down. Like he gets hit with a whole bunch of darts. Cause he's kind of like, Oh, right. He's yeah. like, he's kind of like, and I'm the scorpion. And yeah. Flips the darts in the snake's face or whatever. And, yeah. Because he's over in the corner for like the rest of this, just kind of pulling them out. Yeah. One by one. And then, yeah, they're like, they're doing their moves of like, okay, we'll both stand on the wall and punch mm-hmm. at the same time. And he won't be able to defend that, I guess. And it works. Mm-hmm. It, it pretty much it, it's the original the, the scene from before was kind of like weird, like almost overlay footage of the actual final footage. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, what the, the, what their plans were basically work, although they try it once and it doesn't because one of them's not in position. But right. uh, eventually, they do get in position and uh, are able to dispatch mm-hmm. the villainous venoms. And then basically, it's it's um, lizard and and protege guy. Yeah. And they're just like, well... Yeah, the good guys actually finally won and lived in one of these. Yes, this is the first one. Everyone's not dead at the end. And they're kind of like, oh, hey, look, there's the map. Uh, let's go find this treasure and yeah. give it to charity. And right. Do what we said we were going to do. Cool. High five free stream. <laughs> at the end. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. good guys won, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still some dudes that went in bad ways, but... Yeah. You know, in the end, I guess, justice prevailed. Except for they didn't kill. Oh, they have this little weird cynical thing. It's like kind of like the forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown moment of the movie where they're like, yeah, now what about that judge? Let's go deal with him. And they're right. like, ah, all judges are are crooked. Yeah. So if we kill this one, a worse one might just be right behind exactly. him. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Slap on the back. Like, this justice system sucks, but hey, let's go do it, what we can. It's all we got. Uh, let's just go get this money. <laughs> See you around. <laughs> Yeah, so I was pleased that uh, every, there were some characters alive at the end of this, and they yeah. they were actually good guys. That was that was a first for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the end, just like that. Yeah. Um, so ratings, I guess. Um, I I was so okay. I want to. I'm going to give this three jocks. I really like the story of this. I mm-hmm. love the story of this. And th- all throughout this, I was thinking, has someone done this? Has like, is there is someone else come along and taken this story and done it? Because it's really good. It's really good. Like the, the five people all doing different things and none of them knowing each other and being independent of each other, but they're all converging onto one place for some reason. That's great. It's such a great story. I think this movie kind of gets bogged down with the whole robbery part of it. Um, 
and the trial stuff seems to go on a lot longer than I thought it would. And Toad is a badass in this movie, and he just gets fucking janked. Like, mm-hmm. this is not fair what happens to that guy. That guy needed one moment of, I'm going to fuck shit up, because I was just like, man, this guy's getting it so hard. Yeah. He is going to fucking murder all of these people, including the judge, and then they just murder him, and I'm just like, well, that's... yeah. Justice for Toad. Yeah, he <laughs> he needed more. So I, I liked it better than last week's movie, although last week's movie had the two things in it that still, I, you know, no one's scrote got ripped out in this and, and they true. didn't bend a guy ha- in half backwards. This movie doesn't have any of that. There's no signature anything in this where you're like, ooh, that's a thing. But it's competent. The, the action stuff is just very limited. There's not a lot of it. But the story itself is really good and solid. So three jocks, although now I think I have to re- have to revise Killer Constable because I think that movie's still a better movie than these other two. So but that's where I'm at. Three jocks. Yeah, um, no, that's that's fair, because, I mean, there's there's so much going on in this that I can look at and go like, yeah, I can see why this is well regarded. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and like continually you go like, yeah, I can see why this is well regarded. And then at the same time, it's like you've got a little bit of kind of the sequelitis or whatever you want to say like the later ones probably had to outdo this so mm-hmm. they kind of got crazier which is kind of the stuff we like yeah um so again by kind of going back to i wouldn't say original but one of these er- slightly earlier ones it's like they didn't feel the need to outdo themselves because just getting progressively better i think was outdoing themselves and then it was like the crazy stuff came in that we mm-hmm. kind of started liking, like squirt rips and bending in half and things like that. <laughs> uh, you know, just weird stuff. Um, right. And and there's there's really none of that. I mean, there's a little bit of wire work, but it's kind of like, yeah, okay, we, you know, we in this year have have seen this yes. many, many, many times over, and yeah. it's not that spectacular anymore. And it's um, really not done for movement. It's just he, he can launch himself up onto a wall. Right. That's about it. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, I mean, I I guess I'm going to give it three jocks too. I mean that that seems pretty fair. It's it's really good. Um, I do like that. It's I almost wish like you could blend the action from Two Champions of Shaolin with the story of this because I feel like the action was more interesting. Yeah. In that one, and there was um, more of it. Yeah, more of it. Um, but like the story is uh, this is so much easier to follow and, yeah. and and comprehend, and it's 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 nice how it actually all plays out, kind of. Yeah, you know, like all the intrigue and the backstabbing or whatever kind of comes back and follows through like you would want it to to still have a kind of happy ending. It sucks that Toad gets punked like he does, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's still pretty good. And it it's I do want to say like the outfits in this like the the Venoms are all in these bright, colorful, weird like rock star jumpsuit things, and they all look badass. Like mm-hmm. everyone in this movie looks badass, and that goes a long way. I mean, really like everyone's distinguished from everyone else. And it, you know, as much as a dick, uh, that centipede was, he was fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was like probably next to toad, my favorite dude in this. Cause he was just pissed off all the time and, yeah. and super badass. But, um, yeah. So there you go. That is the lauded five venoms, five deadly venoms. Deadly yeah. Venom's fine. No, I think it's good. I feel like now we have a yeah. we have a baseline. Like I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get why this one it's it's easy to follow and um man, just I bet I bet a dub of this would actually be really fun. I yeah. mean, that's the thing is like I, I I'm guessing they hit a point where 
probably through the praise of Tarantino, we're like thinking we have these things that need to be preserved. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there was like an aspect of like, you must capture the original version, which yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people go a little too overboard with that. They're like, we must capture the most pristine original version. And it's like, yeah, but now you threw away every bad dub version that was ever out there. Yeah. And some of the, some of those for movies like this can be absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And I do wonder like, as this movie got its popularity over here over years, I'm guessing it was all dubbed oh, versions. Sure, so I, I, I don't even know if the story is the same Probably because not. they can change that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen Godzilla movies where it's like, wait, that's not the plot at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that's the way it is, because I, I know there's dub versions because as we talked about last time, like there's a ton of voice clips or voice samples in Wu-Tang songs mm-hmm. from these movies that are from dubs. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, this, you know, it's a good one. It's, I, I would kind of say we're three for three so far. They're, they're all, they all have their moments. I, I think last week's movie was probably just so fucking confusing and didn't have much spectacle to it that you're like, well, that's probably the lesser of, of where we're at. But so far, you know, the ones they've decided to put out there for mass consumption are, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, if you listen to regular Bamcast, you heard we got some suggestions, um, so we're, you know, moving along on a list. Uh, we'll probably go back up to 1980 at some point or stay around this 78, 79, 80 era because that seems to be where the bulk of them are um, online. Yeah. So, uh, but if, you know, you want to talk Shaw Brothers with us, uh, bmf at bmfcast.com is the email address and we will listen to what you have to say in the, via the written word. <laughs> There's also the Garfield phone hotline. Sure. Yes. You know, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. That's correct. You could call in. Maybe we could play a voicemail or you could produce something fun for us to listen to or who knows, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, but I, rest assured, I think we will probably, we'll probably try to find one of these that got suggested for Bamcast Prime. Mm-hmm. And I'd say we probably want to do it sooner rather than later. I mean, I know we've got to wrap up Black Exploitation History Month that we're on right now because yep. that's that's never changing. But no. um, yeah, I think like after that, if especially if we, we maybe find a week where we think we're not going to have time to do this, we could just do that for sure. one week. And Absolutely. I don't know if I can if well, I we- could cram two. The problem, the the thing I'm afraid of is we're only three movies in, and I don't want things to start running together in my head. Right. Um, because let's well, face it, with all you know. With anything that's kind of similar, especially like the way it's shot and where it's shot, yeah, it's these things are going to start to run together if we're not careful. Well, the two things that I was looking for, especially considering what we might do next week, is that I don't. There, there are so many of these with the venoms in it mm-hmm. that I don't want to keep doing those because sure. if you just watch the same cast members over and over again, that is going to blend together. Also, because they do waver back and forth between like actual martial arts and and swordplay stuff. If we maybe go to another swordplay movie, it might you know break that up. Sure. Okay. Um, so. And, you know, if I could find Disco Bumpkins, I would really, <laughs> I would like to watch that. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, we'll be back next week with another one of these. I want to thank you guys so much for throwing a dollar at us to listen to this now. Uh, unless you didn't throw a dollar at us and you're listening to this later on the feed. Hey, you're listening. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um but we appreciate a dollar more. Uh, <laughs> so a dollar or more. Uh huh. Yes. Whatever you want to do. Um, we've got a lot of stuff coming up on the Patreon. Should be starting real soon. Tons of extra projects. So you guys are going to love that. But you're also going to keep loving this because we're going to keep doing it. So that's it for now. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. <laughs>